Welcome to the Queen Redeemed Podcast, where we get redeemed with the freedom of the great I am, helping to inspire and empower you to be the woman that God called you to be, showing you that faith is her superpower and yours. God's servant first and always. Here's your amazing host, nurse, wife, and mother, Nakisa Nikki J. Jackson. Welcome back. It is fully 2021. You guys, it's fully 2021. Welcome back. Happy New Year again. I know we had a podcast last week. Happy New Year once again. So I hope that this year has started off to a great start for you. Um, And I'm going to hop right into the current events because this podcast, I don't want to be too long, but I have a decent amount of things to say. So first thing is, I hope you're following me on Clubhouse. I do a room with a host of other amazing moderators called Prophetic Planning Your Day. You should definitely join us at 8 a.m. Eastern, and that is under Kingdom Business Network. I also do some other rooms there, but make sure you're there. They have really been vital to growing your business and then in your everyday life, because sometimes the questions are not really about business. So definitely join us there. Um, I also want to tell you that... God has released me to host prayer calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. And also I have a private group me chat. I am going to be sending out an email about this actually today. But I want you to sign up for my email address and I will make sure that you get access to the group me chat and the prayer calls if you would like. They'll be held 9 a.m. Saturday mornings every Saturday unless there is a change. I advise you to get in the group me too because we're doing devotionals and things like that together. And just, you know, for prayer if you need support because I know that sometimes this walk can feel lonely or you can feel like it's just you. But it's not just you. It's other people. So I want you to make sure you join. Coaching program has started. It has been amazing. It has been a blessing to my life and also the participants' life. Like, I'm definitely going to do this again in March. So I'll be releasing that really soon. God has already released um, me to get ready for March. So I'll be doing one in March, and that'll be the last one before, like, the summertime gets here. So if you know you want to join the six-week coaching program and you did not um, get prepared, I'll be releasing a um, payment plan as well. Um, It's just been really good just to see how God is literally changing lives and it's only been one week and how he's really showing up uh, for everyone in their personal relationship. And he has really shown me in this week that this is the season that I've been praying for. So I just want to encourage you, if you've been listening to me since I first started this podcast, I'm sure you have noticed the changes and things like that. But this is the season that I have prayed for, the season that God has been preparing me for, and I'm walking in it. And it's just the beginning of that season. So I'm so happy that I have been consistent and been able to just share it with you all because I think that a lot of the times we feel like we're alone because no one is sharing the ins and out of what it feels like. So the things I share on this podcast are not things that I've just all like all the way overcame that I don't still deal with. Life is a journey. We go back and forth sometimes, but we just got to make sure we're following the road that God has given us for our lives. And that's what I'm all about so that's just really what i wanted to say i do want y'all to go watch my tea time tuesday on instagram i shared a prophetic word i also uploaded it to my youtube channel i won't reshare it here but i want you to go there and also make sure you follow me on social media so i'm going to open us up with prayer and then we're going to hop into today's topic dear heavenly father i just thank you 
for being with us. I thank you for being with each and every person. I thank you for loving on us in this season. Thank you for bringing us into the new year, God. Lord, I just speak peace over everyone, God, that everyone will have a peace um, a peace of mind in this season, that, that, that you will send clarity, God. You said that you give us power, love, and a sound mind. So I just declare that we will have a sound, sound mind in this season, that we will walk into everything that you have given us, God. And I just ask that something resonates in this podcast for each person that is for, that they will take these strategies that are released by you because I know that I am your mouthpiece, but these all come from you, that they will take it back in their time and implement it in their lives. They're not, they're not just only listening to a lot of information, but they're also implementing the information that they receive, God. I just ask that the Holy Spirit will dwell on this call, God, and that no one will have a spirit of fear or anxiety or feeling like they don't belong, God. I ask that you would just them encourage them through my story. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so let's get started. Today we are talking about self-control the fruit that covers a lot okay so first i'm gonna start explaining like what self-control is and give some scriptures and then at the end i'm going to kind of share my my journey in hopes that it encourages you um but first i want to say that i'm still on the journey of self-control okay like we still you know we still sometimes it comes up in different areas and you realize like hey i still need to work on that so the first thing is self-control is the ability to control oneself in particular, one's emotions and desires, or the expression of them in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. And in the Bible, um, it says the fruit of the Spirit is temperance. Temperance means self-control and mastery in the Greek. Um, So I'm going to read a couple of scriptures over you. I'm actually going to read them over you, so bear with me. Galatians 5 and 23, um, we start at 5 and 22. But the fruit of the spirit, the result of his presence within us is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Galatians 5 and 19 says, now the practices of the sinful nature are clearly evident. They are sexual immortality, impurity, sensuality, and lack of self-control. Proverbs 25 and 28 says, Like a city that is broken down and without walls is a man who has no self-control over his spirit and sets himself up for trouble. 1 Peter 1, 5 through 9 says, For this very reason, applying your diligence to the divine promises, make every effort in exercising your faith to develop moral excellence and in moral excellence, knowledge, insight, understanding, and in your knowledge, self-control. And in your self-control, steadfastness. And in your steadfastness, godliness. And in your godliness, brotherly affection. And in your brotherly affection, develop Christian love. That is, learn to unselfishly seek the best for others and to do things for their benefit. For as these qualities are yours and are increasing in you as you grow towards spiritual maturity, they will keep you from being useless and unproductive in regard to the true knowledge and greater understanding of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is blind, short-sighted, closing his spiritual eyes to the truth, having become oblivious to the fact that he was cleansed from his old sins. Therefore, believers, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing you. Be sure that your behavior reflects and confirms your relationship with God. For by doing these things, actively, actively developing these virtues, you will never stumble in your spiritual growth. 
and you will live a life that leads others away from sin. So I hope those scriptures were convicting and concur- and encouraging because I know a couple of them could be a little convicting because to say the fruit of this of our sinful nature is the lack of self-control. But just know that it's like Peter in First Peter 1, 5 through 9, it's a continual thing, okay? It's not something that's always perfect. But I want to say that one point I want to make is when there is no self-control, you have a hard time controlling yourself. If you can't handle your attitude, habits, and characters, how can you possibly function in the area God called you to? So I want you to know this is not something you have to do alone. We need self-control because it allows us to walk out what God is calling us to. This is related related heavily to discipline. It's related heavily to the things that we feel like we can't get over. And we're trying to do it in our own strength. And the good news is that you don't have to do it alone. Actually, it's the fruit of the Spirit of God. So you, you don't do it in your fleshy nature. Listen, I think that a lot of times what we do is we try instead of like trying to ask God for help. Instead of surrendering and saying, God, you know what? I really want to... Um, be a little bit more humble, but I'm having a hard time. Or you could say, Lord, you know, I w- when people make me upset, I want to learn how to control how I express that I'm upset. Like, what is the real thing that's bothering me? Why is it always expresses anger or me lashing out, me blacking out, me getting upset? Can you help me with that? Lord, I'm having this problem. I want to wake up earlier. Or Lord, I want to stop having sex before marriage. And I'm having a, a hard time. I understand that's what that's something that you require of me. But I'm having a hard time. That's related to self-control. And it's the fruit of the spirit. So you really have to get into a habit of surrendering it. So the next thing I want to say, remind you, is that God is your father. He desires to help you with that. He desires to take care of you. He desires to give you a strategy to help you. God is full of strategy. God is full of wisdom. I've been reading the book of Proverbs this week. um, And it's been blowing my mind. Actually, I just posted a blog post about Proverbs number one and learning that the beginning of knowledge is the fear of the Lord. Uh, Just know that he has all the strategy. He has all the wisdom and strategy is knowledge, but it begins with the fear of the Lord, which is to reverence him and respect him. Just like sometimes we don't curse in front of our parents out of respect, right? We won't have a hard time doing that because we respect him or we, we reverence our parents. We have to have that same level of reverence for God. But I just want you to know that he wants you to bring it to him because we're supposed to worship in spirit and in truth. So you can't, it's really hard to do what God calls you to do if you have not brought something to him to surrender it. And that's another reason why you got to get on prophetic planning for your day because we go through some of this stuff. And the next thing is, I don't want you to expect it to be super spiritual. Hear me. I don't want you to think that it's going to be super spiritual. A lot of things we have to go through the process for a variety of reasons. Say we're trying to... I'm going to say something very, I'm going to say something very simple and something a little bit harder. Something very simple. We're trying to wake up early at 530 in the morning, right? Some of us want to be like, God, just wake me up and just make me have energy. God may say, no, what you need to do is start going to sleep at night. Put your phone on, do not disturb so that you can wake up, right? In the morning, you need to, when you wake up and set three alarms that start before 530 so that you can get up. He may say, sit straight up and go straight to the bathroom, hop in the shower so that you can wake up. And it may be a struggle, but through that process, you start to develop your character. You start to really um, learn self-discipline versus if God just supernaturally moved it. You may never learn the self-discipline because that'll start applying to other areas of your life. So if you start, you get into a habit of waking up at 530 in the morning when, say you want to be a speaker, when um somebody's calling you and you're on the West Coast and you need to be up at 
six o'clock to do something on the East Coast because it's virtual and they're calling you in, you're not having a hard time because you're already disciplined to wake up early, right? So, or if you're somebody that needs to stay up late and you live on the East Coast and all your work is on the West Coast, like, it just depends on what God is saying to you for you to do. It's called self-control and self-discipline. If you're, if you need to be in the habit of sitting still before God, it takes self-control and self-discipline. So God may process you. It may not be a super spiritual thing. It may be actual steps that you can take so that you can actually walk out the fruit of the spirit. And I think it helps us stay humble. We're human. We could be very prideful. Like, oh, God just snatched this from me. I ain't have to deal with that. I ain't have to deal with this. I ain't have to deal with that. But it's something that you had to deal with. Like, I ain't never had a problem with alcohol because, baby, when I was like 18, 19 years old, I saw how that thing did something to me and I said oh no I can't deal with this but I used to party a lot and sometimes it's it gets well it doesn't get hard now let me not say that but I could say I just remember even two or three years ago it not being that easy for me to deny going to a club and it's not that I'm condemning the club or anything it's just not my scene it's not my scene it's not my space and it's not something that I need because when I go to the club, I want to turn up with everybody else. <laughs> I had to have self-control to be like, I know that's what my friends are doing, but that's not what Nikisa is going to do. Hey, 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 I'm just popping in to let you know that this podcast is brought to you in part by Flow Connections Ministries. Get your one-on-one flow sessions for $97 for 60 minutes. You can book that by clicking the link below and getting directly on the calendar. And remember to check out Flow Connections Ministries every week to get a new blog post about growing your relationship with God, scripture studying, and also um, increasing your faith level. That's www.flowconnectionsministries.com. So we just have to really get in the habit of really working towards this self-discipline this self-mastery this temperance and remember that it's a fruit of the spirit so in galatians 5 and 22 through 23 i'm gonna read this part it says but the fruit of the spirit which is the result of his presence within us is love the result of his presence within us so with his presence his presence being within us is what causes us to have self-control so if you know that you have backslidden or you know that you need to repent in some areas if you know that you have not been consecrating and really been spending a lot of time with god or praying how god has required you to pray i don't want y'all to get real religious because every you know whatever god has required of you to do if you have not reached out and get resources if you have not got into a community of people that God has assigned you to so that it can help you with that process, then there goes the issue. Um, and it can help you build that self-control. So I'm going to do a quick little recap. I read Galatians 5 and 23, Galatians 5 and 19, Proverbs 25 and 28, 1 Peter 1, 5 through 9. Self-control is the ability to control oneself. And remember for us, that's only come through the, it's a fruit of the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ and God the Father. Um, Know that when there is no self-control, signs that you're dealing with no self-control is you're having a hard time controlling yourself. Um, you're having a hard time controlling your attitude, your habits, and your character, right? But the good news is that God will help you with that. You don't have to do it alone. Um, and remember that God is our Father and is a desire of His to do this for you. Um, don't expect it to always be super spiritual. So let me tell you what happened to me. So this is what my journey looked like. I remember a few years ago, I was having an issue and I was like, God, I can't seem to stop. Like, I need you to help me. Like, I need you to help me over jump over this hurdle. I'm having a hard time. Like, where does this line up with you? 
So I went and I read the fruits of the spirit and I used to always stop at love, joy, and peace. And I think I used to skip over temperance because I really didn't know what it meant. And at this time I wasn't a Bible studier. I was a Bible reader. So I used to just read it and say, okay, that's fat. Even if I didn't understand it, I just, in my brain, I skipped over the word. So y'all don't do that. Go look up the words. They have a lot of concordance in dictionaries and stuff. So I used to skip over the words. I was like, I don't know what that is. Whatever. And nobody had ever really talked to me, like really explained what the fruits of the spirits were. So I, um, he reminded me of temperance and he was like, look it up. I looked it up and it was self-control. So I was like, so how do I get it? And he just said, you know, it comes from my spirit. And I was like, how do I get it? And he really didn't answer me. Right. Um, but a year later, so not a whole year later, maybe, you know, nine months later, it was revealed. I just started to realize I had more self-control. And I was like, wait a minute, what happened? I said, I have more self-control. I'm waking up early, right? I'm getting my assignments done as best as I could. I'm finishing my to-do list. I am stepping out on faith when God tells me to. I am turning my phone off when God tells me to. I'm getting off social media when he tells me to. I am fasting, which is tell y'all something i did a podcast on fasting fasting is a sacrifice okay i'm fasting when i don't want to i'm eating right when i don't want to that's self-control right i'm cleaning when i don't want to i am um showing giving people peace and mercy when i don't want to necessarily but i have a overwhelming desire to i'm no longer doing things that i normally would do i'm no longer real not holding up to the promises that i made to myself right i noticed that i had started doing that and being a lot more self-control and having more discipline and just being able to do what's asked of me in the spirit realm and in the natural right i'm making true on the promises that i make because your word is your bond um, so I realized that I was getting this self-control. So while I'm up here asking God, like, how am I supposed to get this self-control? How am I supposed to do that? He is literally teaching it to me supernaturally. And I didn't know it, but it's showing up in the natural. It's showing up in how I handle people, how I act with people, how my attitude is with people. And people started to notice it because if you knew me before I got saved, saved, because because it's an experience, right? So before I got saved, saved, I was definitely the negative girl. I was definitely the girl that if you say something positive, I got some negative to say. I got a smart mouth. I'm I'm gonna get with you. I used to think it was real, real cute. And ain't nothing to me now. That's ain't nothing cute about it because to me, when I hear that and I see that stuff, I started to see like you know th- that person is really hurt. So now when people come at me with certain stuff, even if I don't like it or if it hurts me, I've learned how to judge it based off what God is saying. I've learned how to show people a little bit more mercy. I've learned how to give forgive a little quicker. Right. I haven't always been the fastest forgiver, um, but I've learned just just how to have more control of myself because you only can can really control yourself and what you do with stuff. People can make you mad. You can't control what they said to make you mad, but you can control how you react to that. And I just start to really have a deep desire to look more like my father. I really just had a deep desire to really look like who God created Nikisa to be. So that's really what I started to do. And that's how I started to get more self-control. And what I learned, it is like 1 Peter 5 through 9 says, it's a continual process because after I get over one area, it's another area he'll try to get me to have a little bit more self-control. And in this area that I would say in this season, it's really... um having more self-control about my time management and making sure I am completing my task every week. So like I'm getting a podcast out every week. I'm getting a blog post out every week. I'm going live on Instagram every week. Right. And then also just making sure that I'm doing my daily tasks and that I'm not also super hard on myself. Cause what I found is 
when you're super hard on yourself, sometimes it makes you just not do nothing. When you're real hard on you, you just won't do a thing. So I've learned how to give myself um, some of the fruits of the spirits, which is patience and kindness and gentleness, but also make sure I'm implementing self-control. So I'm not giving myself so much gentleness and so much kindness and so much so-called patience so that I can be lazy. I just want to encourage you that self-control is a fruit of the spirit. Self-discipline is something that you can absolutely have because God is within you and he desires for you to have it. It's so vital for where God is taking you in this season. It's so vital um, for you to walk out your purpose. It's so vital for you to care for your children the right way, for you to care for yourself. Like we even got to have self-control about not being overworked um not allowing people to put too much stuff on us i just want to remind you that you ain't no trash can you ain't no trash can listen because i've been there and what i mean by that is that sometimes you gotta tell your friends like you know i don't have a capacity today i really need to spend some time with myself today so i know that i know that you are having an issue but i really would love i need a break today right being able to tell people no is definitely a self-control tactic so so being able to tell people no is definitely a self-control tactic so I just want to say that and then I am going to hop into the words of wisdom. I hope this has blessed you and let's get some poetry because this poem is going to be lit. Welcome to the words of wisdom. This week it is entitled, Will It Ever End? Will it ever end? The fear, the struggle, it gets hard trying to stay undercover. I got saved. I went to church. Although I got hurt, I never cursed. I tried to rehearse our father which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Hoping that the kingdom would come so maybe then your will could be done. Because the fight is real. Since the battle is apparently not mine, tell me, when will the pain end? When will this issue be gone? I desire to be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. I want to truly be your child. The scripture tells me how. But you haven't released this thing. Whenever I try, I find myself right back here time and time again, again. When will this end? Snap, snap, snap. That is when will will it ever end? That's so good, y'all. I hope that I went too loud. I want to give y'all the song and the scripture of the week because we're about to get ready to end. The song of the week is called I Want to See You by Pastor Ching Talk. Y'all, if I could play that song, if I had permission, that song has been in my heart all week. Um, it is on my playlist on YouTube. And the scripture of the the scripture of the week is Proverbs 1 and 5 and then 20 through 21. Right. Bear with me. 1 and 5 says, the wise will hear and increase their learning and the Person of understanding will acquire wise counsel and the skill to steer his course wisely and lead others to the truth. Proverbs twenty through Proverbs one twenty through twenty one says, "Wisdom shouts in the street; she raises her voice in the markets. She calls out at the head of the noisy streets where large crowds gather. At the entrance of the city gate, she speaks her words." So clearly, Proverbs one has been on my heart this week. So read the whole thing. Listen, read my blog. Um. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend. Make sure you rate it and all that great stuff. I hope that this was helpful to you. I hope that it helped you get some language around self-control. If you need help growing your relationship with God, make sure you get a flow session. And join my email list. Join the group me. 
um, get on the prayer calls, join my Facebook group. I have so many resources for you growing your relationship with God and just a safe community. Also, remember that I am an author. So I do have a book called Life After HIV, Removing the Mask. And I also have a nonprofit called Anaya Space. And guess what? Anaya Space has a clubhouse. So make sure you come check us out to get all your healing and all your knowledge around HIV and AIDS, domestic violence, and miscarriages and baby loss and also infertility and of course you're gonna get you some jesus because wherever i go i gotta i hey you get you some jesus so thank you so much and i will talk to you later